0: Philippians 1-6, I am convinced and confident of this very thing, that he who has begun a good work in you would continue to perfect and complete it until the day of Christ Jesus, the time of his return.
1: Put to death that nefesh, it's wrong about literally everything.
0: I'm ready to cut loose myself. <laughs> the Christian experience has to be sacrificed.
1: Mm. You have to have that soldier attitude. I don't care what they think. I'm here to obey the Apostolic Commandment. I want to fulfill God's will for my life.
0: Which is the favor that Jesus had from his father by being perfect. Greetings. Welcome, everybody. Bless you in the name of Jesus Christ. You're tuned in to TV
1: welcome it's good to see you again
0: we want to encourage your hearts in the glory of the word of god building up your spirit in the most holy faith renewing your minds connecting to shekinah connecting to the new covenant which is the connection to the light of the word of jesus christ those gospel scrolls dripping with fresh oil in your hearts and from your hearts you learn how to produce your own oil And by that anointing that comes from the Word of God in you, you discover the Godhead. Colossians 2.10 said, At rebirth you were made full of the Godhead, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, and reach full spiritual stature through that seed that you've received into your hearts. That's God's own genetics, the stairway that we call Jacob's ladder. So you have the stairway. You have the Word. Now we need to believe and learn how to discipline our souls to connect to that light the daily bread is the daily light how can we walk in the light if we're not connected to shekinah god is light in him there is no darkness at all therefore a disciple is daily learning how to stay connected in their soul in their earthen vessel to the light of his resurrection glory and it will outflow from your hearts if you prioritize god more than anything else in the world So we're progressively repenting from the idols of self, the idols of family, the idols of man and woman, and the idols of the earth, and even the idols of the heavens. For there are many things in heavens that will try to destroy you along the way, called principalities, powers, thrones, dominions, where? In heavenly places. But Christ is for you. Therefore, who can be against you? If God is for you, then all your ranged enemies trying to attack you, they will fail. What is written? No weapon formed against us shall prosper. It is written. Because the Lord Jesus Christ, who's conquered death and hell and who holds those keys, Revelation chapter 1, is indwelling our souls. As long as we're connected to Jesus Christ in the center of our soul, we can triumph over anything. As is written, Christ always leads us in triumphant procession, which means there'll be stuff that you need to triumph every day. It's not just a cake walk. It's not a patty cake club. It is a triumphant army that's facing all the challenges in life, not avoiding confrontation, but confronting that stuff in our souls and around our souls in the world, but not of it, and conquering it. What is written? You are more than conquerors through Christ who's called you. Now the calling and the election are sure, but the sanctification, well, so so far it's been kind of unsure. We're not so sure that people have fully received the necessary cleansing that's needed for the calling to be fully walked in in the heavenlies. So there is a further washing for your hearts. You're not going to be the same. Just type it in the comments tonight. I am not going to be the same. And I present my heart to the Holy Spirit in the power of His Word. This is the Holy Spirit's gospel. This is the eternal gospel that the angels preach in the mid heavens. It is written. This is what must fill our hearts daily, it's the food for our spirit it brings light to the soul without light in the soul the mind wanders aimlessly as it's written in isaiah darkness on the land deep darkness on the people what's the deep darkness on the people the people that don't have the light of the word inside the interior mansion of the soul Therefore, the only light in the in the whole world, the Bible says in John chapter one, God has come into the world, and true light has shone upon our hearts. If we don't have the word of Jesus Christ, those gospel scrolls working in our souls, we're gonna be in darkness. Another word for darkness is delusion and deception. What is darkness? It's delusion and deception. It's a magic spell. So darkness is the presence of the words of the enemy, but light is the presence of the words of Christ.
1: Amen. That's why it is written, be careful that the light within you isn't actually darkness. Right? The false light, when we find out what we think is the best of our Christian encounters, you know, power, miracle signs, and wonders, and then it ends up just being the same false light, which is darkness, that the Pharisees used to cast out demons and heal the sick and do all these other kinds of things, You know, what's the difference between a miracle-working Pharisee and Jesus? One is true light, as you just read, and the other is false light, which is actually darkness. That's why the apostles warned, be careful that the light within you isn't actually darkness. How are you going to know? You'll only know when the true light comes and exposes it, and that true light is the sun, S-U-N, of righteousness, with healing in his wings and his beams. And so you'll find that in the Old Testament that that's the son of righteousness, which we know to be the angel of the Lord, YHVH, Jesus Christ.
0: And the Pharisees said, You drive out demons by the prince of demons. Can you imagine accusing the Messiah? Well, the truth is, when you accuse the apostles in your generation, it's the same as accusing the Messiah, right? So, almost everyone at some point in their life has murdered him afresh. Now we need to repent and walk with him afresh. And that's how we get the fresh oil. Instead of being his enemy, we become his ally by being submitted to his feet. The standard is Mary of Bethany. You can't even be a basic entry-level disciple without Mary of Bethany-level commitment, without John at the cross-level commitment, because you have to pick up your cross and, and die with him daily. It is written in order to be my disciple. You have to drink my blood and eat my flesh. That's pretty close to him. And that's the river that comes down from his throne. And you have to be in it to be my disciple. John 6, it is written. And what is written after that? They understood the ramifications of being a disciple and many could no longer walk with him. John six six, 6 it is written. Therefore, understand today, a lot of people are going to reject the gospel. A gospel that everyone receives is not the true gospel. The gospel of the glory of the happy God that requires all the circumcisions of completely and totally obliterating the human being on the inside is the true eternal gospel. The angelic protocol is the same protocol for the new creature in Christ.
1: Amen. Like Who is going to receive the gospel of Oranos, preached from the mid air, the mid heavens, and saying, "Repent, ye, for the kingdom of Oranos." is at hand who's going to answer that gospel some of you listening today Can you
0: refresh us what is ornos
1: heaven the kingdom of heaven that's
0: the word in greek for the kingdom of heaven Ooh.
1: <laughs> that was a really fun study we did that at the end of one of these uh one of these episodes but it's the the mid sky going into uh meso the midheaven and what that means the midheaven from the zenith line and i think didn't you have that tv with that name on it too like zenith the zenith or zenith tv and your childhood too
0: yeah that was our tv as a kid it was the zenith
1: prophesying that you know tv you'd be preaching on tv the gospel of the heavens. oh that's how
0: prophetic it is i'd be running home from school elementary school to watch saved by the bell on the zenith
1: that's amazing (laughs) (laughs) just a minute of time (laughs) <laughs> Strong's G three seven seven two. You'll have to go back through the class if you want the full teaching, but uh, the KJV translates it in the following manner: Is heaven, air, sky, the vault of a, the vaulted expanse of the sky with all things visible in it, the universe, the world, the aerial heavens or sky, the region where the clouds and the tempest gather and where thunder and lightning are produced. And I think uh, Sister Janelle had a really good post today on lightning. I think she should have posted that already. She shared that with uh, some of us online. We're like, Oh, no, that's got to be for everyone. So if you haven't seen that, definitely check that so out. It
0: kind of reminds me of the Hebrew word rakia. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, so the side rail is Starry Heavens, and it's where thunder and lightning are produced. The voice of, of many thunders, like the voice of many waters coming down the lightning path, how is... Lightning produced. There's the above and the below. And Uranus, perhaps from the same as G3735, through the idea of elevation. The sky by extension, heaven, as in the abode of God. By implication, happiness. That's what triggered my memory of it. By happiness, power, eternity, especially the gospel, Christianity, air, heavenly, sky. And then Mesos, Midster, Midnight from Meta of the Multiverse from the Midnight of the Multiverse. And that's where it's being preached from. So if you're interested in all those things, I don't remember. Maybe one of the scribes, maybe you remember which episode that was. You could drop a comment with the link if you know. Uh, If not, someone can post that later on Facebook.
0: Amen. So we're preaching the eternal gospel from the angels or the eagles or the holy birds midair. I like the creation story of Genesis 1 where it talks about filling the rakia, with birds. And a lot of that is just the holy angels. And Jesus Christ said the same thing. When you are a a righteous tree, that you will have branches that be filled with the holy angels, that be filled with holy birds.
1: Amen. I love bird watching in the second heavens.
0: I tell you the truth. The more holy angels you have, the more, more holy birds you have by being engrafted into the cultivated olive tree of Israel, the less unholy birds the less unholy beasts the less demons in fact you cannot be demon free unless you're filled and flooded with holy angels as it's written you've come to mount zion city of innumerable myriads of angels
1: amen i remember walking into a tent revival one time in texas it was like pentecostal uh, or something like that you know, they're, the driving out demons kind and the, you know, they got the tongues and they got some of the prophetic gifts. And so I was excited to go see them because they'd had some persecution and things like that. And some of it went really well. They couldn't decide whether to hand me the mic and throw me on the stage or try to cast the demons out. And uh, it was just a, it was really fantastic watching them be like a, the fascination, the awe and the kind of the terror. And they're like, like, are you like the person that we need to hear and you need to lead us right now? Or are you the enemy and we need to drive you out? It was just the most intense uh, reaction of light and darkness that I'd ever seen. And uh, so it was just really interesting. All kinds of crazy things happened. And, um, you know, one of those things walking in, they had one seer in the tent. And when I I went over there and talked to them... They just like couldn't stop talking about how many angels were with me. I was like, oh, you saw the entourage. I didn't know there was any seers in here. He was like, boy, oh, like the lights, you know, the there's so many angels. They were just, their mind was boggled. And then I remember with, um, there was a, a prophetic seer, like a mature seer from overseas, had all kinds of encounters and the glory's eyes open, all kinds of stuff. And I remember he spoke over Brandon being like, you know, the king of the dolphins, which was really cool and uh, just all kinds of cool words about us you know the shoes and the spirit that we wear just th- all these kind of crazy stuff he saw me like on a horse on a flying horse with jesus and then uh you know this happened over dubai after i've been praying in the spirit and traveling in the spirit in dubai and not t- really talking about it too much but uh, you know you travel in the spirit sometimes you remember things sometimes you don't you go and you come you go and you come back You go on these little adventures with jesus and that prophet he talked about, he'd seen me flying on a white horse. Well then it turned out Shadrach has a friend that was over in Dubai traveling and he t- and he took this video and he found he saw literally a white horse physically flying through the air. Now the rider was invisible, and I believe that's because the time of unveiling is not yet. And then Shadrach sent it to me like, Hey, I know this is you. And <laughs> and I was like, Yeah, this is what the prophet, you know, said we'd be flying on the white horse. And then Rick Joyner, when he met my spirit, you know, years back, uh, he, he met my spirit as like a 12 year old girl or something like that. And the whole idea was he was going to teach me how to ride a horse. And when I knew how to ride the horse, then it was time, blah, blah, blah. All these things are going to happen. And I was thinking, okay, it must be time because obviously I know how to ride the horse now through the skies. People were freaking out, pointing, looking at this horse in the sky, you know, it was really crazy, you know, stuff. But that same, um, the prophet who said that that was going to happen, he also said, when he was looking at the lights, the angels, he's like, so many angels in your ministry. And when he looked at my life, he said, you'll never see as many lights as her, as with her. No, So many angels, so many angels. So we have so many angels in this ministry. So I encourage you not to block them off from your life through unbelief or like fault finding. And things like that. I was looking at Corey Tenboom. Fun fact Corey Tenboom has one of the nicest mansions in heaven to date. One of the best mansions in heaven. Corey Tenboom, she's got it. Like, she's got it made in heaven. She's got an amazing mansion. And one of those quotes that I'd found from her recently, just before I found that out, was discernment is not a gift for fault finding, it's a call to intercession. So, If your gift of discernment is just a fault-finding critical spirit, that's repentance. Because what that does is if you look for faults, think about it. We've got the most angels of any ministry in the world with us. You'll never see more lights than this. And if you can't receive from that, I want to encourage you, get the demons out of the way. Because you have demonic shields blocking you from receiving the glory. Some people are sensitive and they get that stuff out of the way they receive you can receive healing miracles signs wonders you can receive breakthrough yeah, you can give mind. your
0: competition envy and strife right to the holy spirit and just let the glory obliterate those sins and demons and just step right into the light and just be healed today oh and just consume all that witchcraft man they really didn't like that man my left ear just started ringing you know right before the show tonight i had gold dust on my left hand and rebecca had gold dust on her right hand and it's like one Zedik. One
1: Zedik. Yeah, that's what I heard too. One Zedik.
0: I love the gold dust. Guys, it was so fun. I, the, the angel said, check your left hand. Because, you know, I just washed my hands too.
1: I just washed my hands too. <laughs> that was and funny. I looked
0: down and there was uh, two specks of gold dust right under my po- pointer finger. <gasps> And then she says, well, there's gold dust on my right. Well, there's gold dust on my left. Well, they
1: acting like the body of Christ. These are
0: glory signs. And so it's really important that you have the signs and wonders because the Bible says they always follow those who believe. When you're with the angels, this stuff will just happen every single day. There will be signs and wonders, confirmations that you're walking in the glory. The glory leaves a residue on the natural realm. Like the sand of the beaches of the Garden of Eden in the, in the third heaven, it is like gold. So when man was created from the gold dust of the earth, I don't believe it was just uh, dirt or mud. Uh, no, 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 no. I believe it was from
1: the gold. <laughs> Amen. So you know, if you want, what was that? Uh, somebody we listened to a long time ago talked about going to glory conference. And there were, one of the names was difficult to receive like heart. It was hard for them to re- receive. They actually at a, some glory conference uh, That this is just something that I heard about in the prophetic message Maybe it was some people I think they were related to Bob Jones or they learned from him or something like that Some people in the glory stream They end up going to a conference and one of the rooms with the lessons or the impartation or whatever they were doing It said difficult to receive And they said they were actually really good drinkers of the glory. Let's go, because if they don't want it, well, we'll drink it, you know. So I want to encourage you, become a drinker of the glory and get that, get your own stash of the well of grace of that glory pouring out of Christ within you. So when you get the mud and the dirt out of the way, guess what? Remember the wells in the Old Testament that belonged to the patriarch's family? What did they do to Isaac's well? They stopped it up with dirt and scorpions and dust and mud. So guess what? If your well is stopped up, it's time to re-dig that well Mm -hmm. and get the mud and the dirt off of the gemstone. After that, off of the sapphire of Beersheba, the well of seven, is actually Malkut within you. The hope of realizing the glory. That's the deep eternal well you're looking for a deeper well it's the deepest it's eternal well. <laughs> and it's within you
0: sephirite emanation of jesus Christ's mm-hmm. kingdom from your stomachs
1: that's shekinah the daughter of seven you mm-hmm. realize the seven within you seven spirits of jesus christ and then it takes you and you go through that soul journey on the inside and through the cosmos, and you become a daughter of seven, or, you know, for the guys, we're going to call you a son of seven, you know, seven flames, something masculine and really cool for you guys so that you can receive it. Amen.
0: <laughs> I just don't understand how a person can can live apart from the connection to Shekinah. In fact, that's what false Christianity living. is, guys. Very few have connected their soul to the daily light that comes from the Shekinah glory of Jesus Christ in the stomach. Okay, Colossians one twenty seven. Christ in your stomach, the hope of realizing the Shekinah light. That's your daily bread. If there isn't a connection of your soul, your mind, will, and emotions to that light, you're not in covenant with God, which Mm -hmm. truly means, and this isn't derogatory, but it's a fact, you're not Christian, because Christ is the glory of the Father, it is written, unless we're connected to the glory, there's nothing Christian, even if you're full of doctrines and teachings and you know stuff. You have to That's be. That's kind connected. of the worst
1: place to be, to know stuff or have experienced stuff, but then you're not connected. So the, the most worst.
0: important thing, and this is the priority because of so much disconnect which means so many people that have new covenant information in their brain, that's what's killing you, but you don't have the connection, which is the new covenant, to the light of his glory in your hearts. So every day prioritize. This is your daily devotion. This is your daily sacrifice. This is your daily bread. is your soul's connection to the Shekinah glory light, that fresh light in your stomach. Make that your priority. Don't do any other weird religious activity except connect to the light. And in the light, you'll see light, which means the scales begin to come off, the confusion, the misunderstanding, the, the lostness. Uh, the, all these things of the world that hurt people's souls disappear and dissipate. They they get vaporized. The more rock solid our soul's connection to Shekinah is. Walking with Jesus Christ is always upward. That's written in Proverbs. The path of the righteous shine ever brighter to the full dawn of day. Full dawn of day is all the 10 weeks of Enoch as we've established in this apostolic ministry. And it will always be the soul of the knowing his glory more deeply inside your stomach and so the reliance on jesus is inside the temple and not outside the temple what's outside the temple darkness on the land deep darkness on the people we cannot be reliant on the external we must in these days understand the covenant the new covenant of the glory on the inside becoming fully God inside minded is really realized as you ascend the Sephirot. Sephirot is the Hebrew word for the emanations. It's the ladder and the stairway to God from glory to glory, rung upon rung, as we've taught you and each step, there will be a greater connection to Shekinah. That is the level that is measurable by all the angels of heaven of your maturity in Christ Jesus.
1: Amen. You get to know the seven spirits of God within your spirit, within your well, when you're in Malkut of Isaiah, you get to know the seven spirits of God within your spirit. That's how you overcome the foreskin and the membrane of Malkut, and then you get ready to go cosmic. You have to have that already established. So you realize the glory. That's a prerequisite to rising. So you've got to get that. It's a daughter of seven. So Malkut Shekinah, <laughs> see the Malkut of Jesus in his prayer, he said, uh, your kingdom, your Malkut come. That's in Aramaic. Your Malkut come. So and you know what? Bob Jones saw uh the building, the kingdom, and he said it was round. And uh so the kingdom coming. Uh it's like say it's round. Jesus said, Your Malkut come. Uh, do you think do we have any pictures of like a round uh Malkut, round oh, yes. structure that Maybe this is what they're talking about? Hello. Put the, pe- pe- put the pieces of the puzzle together. It's not that hard. The only reason it's hard for people to believe There's this Malakut, is Earth. because they're demon-possessed. And the
0: archangel is our friend Sandal very basic. The angel of Elijah. He is the best.
1: You only have to listen to God just even a little bit for him to tell you this stuff. It's not hard. It's just people aren't listening because they're busy looking at the uh, shine and the luster of... Doing miracles, signs, and wonders for their own soulish self, which we talked about yesterday. That's that the book of Revelation talks about people clothed in white, who are the ones who kept themselves from being defiled in that way. These
0: are virgins. It is written
1: they have not defiled themselves with women. And it talks about we looked at the uh, the Greek origin of that and go into the deeper meaning of that with the Holy Ghost highlight, which was those who have kept themselves from being defiled through the use of working miracles for their own souls that's defilement it's not just like well well can i get married and i can still be like one of the okay that's carnal brain interpretation of the word there's a mystic interpretation of the word of god that's why jesus said everything he taught was so that you can't understand it unless you've been approved to have the mystic secret what do the apostles say about is you know receiving the mystic secret of faith Uh, Being given, you know, the understanding of the mystic secret of faith the mystic secret. What is it? And Jesus said yeah, I talk in parables riddles and speech so that they don't understand me Which means all of his stuff. Guess what? None of you understand it unless you have the mystic secret of faith otherwise, it's just varying levels of you know carnal interpretation external interpretation DIY and your own goodness interpretation and that those are because of the missing letters of the new testament we talked about the tablets the letters flew off in the old testament same thing happened again in the new testament why idolatry and immorality but he sent his spirit so why well your ruah having his ruach hakodesh you mirror him so guess what you get your souls or your mirrors cleansed the layers of your ruah so if you're faithful with little he said here's a deposit be faithful with the deposit. And give the down payment of the fullness of your salvation. Holy Spirit baptism is not the fullness of your salvation. It's a down payment. But if you're faithful with that, which means what? You get circumcised. At least be faithful with the Ruah. Then it could be a throne for the Neshama. And then your Neshama can be a throne for the Chaya. And on and on the Chaya for the Yachita. Which is awesome because it's like the Lamb. Or the Lamb that was slain before the foundations of the earth. You start to understand those things. And then... On top of that, he said, oh, yeah, and by the way, there's five loaves and two fish. And what was he talking about? He was talking about those uh, seven scrolls, those seven seals being opened up for you, which is the undoing of the death of destruction of the other side, so that you could be health, healthy, prosperous, and glorious, and inherit a greater salvation. And you get seven souls that reflect, the purpose is to reflect and mirror The seven spirits of God amen and actually if you talk to the seer prophets they've seen God in his layers he has infinite layers but why is it that he sent out his sevenfold Holy Spirit why is it 22 Hebrew letters uh, 10 utterances 10 commandments of Genesis 1 10 sapphire stones and 22 Hebrew letters why is it in a constricted format like that that there's a number it's so that it can be possible to attain understanding of God Because if he didn't constrict himself and hey, and these are my 10 attributes and this is my seven spirit, he's actually infinite. We know that, right? He's infinite. He has infinite layers. But
0: availability to reconnect with the father from the Mm -hmm. curse of the fall.
1: Amen. I remember one of the Google translates of praying in tongues. It said, we thought that a seven volt woman would come. What does that mean? Seven volts? what's the volts the electricity what moves the lightning path the will of god which is his spirit and he sends his word by his messenger angels that are flames or i believe a um we might look at that what sister janelle had posted about the flames of the fire the being you know lightning in uh, one of the definitions there it talks about the lightning so yeah he's making uh that lightning and so if you're an angel like son of god who can carry a lightning message like certain types of angels can. You know, that's what's the only substance known to cross over that abyss, over that chasm, is lightning. That's the only thing that can possibly cross that barrier. So you're going to need to be like lightning uh, to make certain jumps. Amen. So those are your heights on the sapphire stones.
0: Yeah, it's called the path of lightnings. And so the path to the Father is lightning glory. And lightning is also a description of the activity of the cherubim of the mercy seat, the Ark of the Covenant that now your bodies are that contain the gospel as the stone tablets were contained in Moses' ark in the wilderness. So now you on earth are a container of the heavenly tablets of the 10 sapphire stone worlds. And so the more those inscriptions emanate Shekinah, the higher you can rise to emanate the glory. And Thessalonians says, when the people rise from the dead and meet him in the air, which is meet him in the second heavens, the word air there is rakia, meet him in the sky, and you go and meet him in the heavens because you've climbed the sapphire stones, they will begin to emit the Shekinah as a people of God. And scripture says in Thessalonians, that will be the final judgment of the satans, of all the demons, of the wicked, the unbelievers, the immoral, Those who practice the magic arts, those involved in Edom false Christianity that rejects circumcision of heart and doesn't uh, embrace consecration of the inner invisible man. All of that stuff gets judged as we go from glory to glory. But the first thing we need in order to bring the cleansing that will come forth as new heavens and new earth is the judgment of our own souls. And this is where very few people show up. It's like showing up to the altar, and we're looking around, and Isaac says, Dad, where's the sacrifice? And he's looking at you, and he says, you're it, buckwheat. And (laughs) Some of you need to type that in the comments. I'm the sacrifice. He has chosen you to be the Isaac, the sacrifice. We live our lives as living sacrifices, and the Bible says what? It's holy and acceptable to God. Therefore, if we are not sacrificing our soul and everything in it, remember this was the promises. So, what is required to serve Father in heaven? A sacrifice of everything from God. You cannot become covetous with the things of God. You cannot become greedy. You cannot become fearful. You cannot have this lack and worry mentality. This, uh, you know, one of the main topics that Jesus mentioned in the gospel was people's worry about having enough, and he said this: God even enjoys feeding the sparrows, but it's your fear and worry that is a covenant connection to the demons of poverty want and lack you have to break that stuff off you by faith and they are demons and you have to come to acknowledgement that the reason why you're suffering in this world all of those things with the symptoms evident in your lives is because you're still connected to hell and you come out of hell by agreeing with the word of faith agreeing with the word of light and glory, the word of grace. And God will set you free from poverty, lack and want. And he will set you free to be like the sparrows that are fed and taken care of. That Jesus Christ said, by God, if God clothes even the flowers of the field, he'll clothe you. And it's not just clothing, it's also the complete and total protection from the elements and from the world. God will protect you. God will feed you. God will provide for you. You know where we get Jehovah Jireh? After Isaac was a willing sacrifice, and the Jewish sages taught that Isaac was in his 30s. It wasn't just a little kid being offered. It was a grown man being altered on, on the altar, just like circumcision of the Israelites under Moses. They were all grown men, and they, the grown men had to receive it in their adulthood, just like we have to choose in our adulthood to be a sacrifice today. Then the covenant things get added unto us. And what is the covenant? There was a ram caught in the thicket. Which, and then what did Abraham say? God is my provider, Jehovah Jireh. Amen. So if you want to know God's provision, you have to first become a living sacrifice.
1: Amen. And I was just thinking that uh, adult circumcision is quite painful. Uh, They were sore for a few days afterward and they couldn't really go move on. The camp could
0: not march for two weeks, scripture says
1: that's how sore they were so it's a type and shadow of kind of the pain that comes with circumcision and you know some people need to overcome family idolatry people pleasing here's the thing something negative let's say let's talk about somebody who has never had to experience family total family rejection total you know church leadership rejection uh, abandonment and being defrauded or being betrayed by every single one of your friends You know witchcraft prayers from everyone you've ever cared about let's say let's let's talk about someone who's never gone through any of that right like those people i know they're out there Uh, they exist let's say they haven't even they haven't even passed the bare minimum when the family gets upset about you being into like rlm tv or into righteousness and then they kind of act up you know even when you get into the glory so a lot of times with baby buckwheats they start to have negative things from their family and it's like pray for me oh my gosh my family i have a meeting with my family what am i gonna do and it's like uh you know that's not even that big of a deal i mean i'm sure it feels like the end of the world for you but a lot of people walking the path of righteousness have already been completely rejected by their flesh and blood families and, and betrayed by everyone who's ever been around that they've helped so a lot of people here they've actually walked through that so i do sympathize with you. There's compassion for you. God still has compassion for you, but understand that's just baby step. That doesn't mean necessarily your family is going to reject you, but they might. But here's the thing. You can't be afraid of that. If you want to pass the test, stop worrying about how your family's reacting to you. You have to be, I'm in righteousness. I need to
0: worry about how the angels are reacting right. to us so that we're yeah. working in the kingdom of heaven.
1: When you're still afraid of how your family's going to react to righteousness, that's evidence that you haven't even sacrificed that bare minimum of family idolatry that kills just destinies that destroys destinies so understand don't be asking your friends so much for i just want everything to go smoothly you know what it might not go smoothly they might hate your guts for eternity and you still have to choose jesus over them even if that's not going to happen for you i hope that doesn't i genuinely hope that doesn't happen for you but the reality of following christ is You have to be mentally and emotionally prepared for that and do you like him more than anything else we've had you know i'm not gonna say your name but i'm gonna share this uh testimony uh from someone who's actually gone cosmic already they've with actual circumcisions recently had an encounter uh, with brandon in the spirit realm and it was like a dream or a vision and encountered him and they're talking about there were some good things but at the same time the rebuke Brandon's spirit gave to this individual who's again already gone cosmic you actually love Amazon more than you love Jesus. And it was just just a matter of fact. It's not mad about it. It's just that's the reality of your situation. Currently, you actually currently love Amazon delivery. In reality, more than you love Jesus. And that's someone who's already gone cosmic. So what does it say about what's going on in Mount Coot? There's not a lot of love of Jesus. We want you to love the Lord. And I, before I heard this too, this week, earlier this week, I was talking to the Lord and he brought me into a vision a couple of times this week, he showed me a young bride of Christ. Just like a little, just a little, it's like a little tiny girl. And, you know, this little girl. And, you know, she had dark hair. And I don't think it was an individual. I think it was a young body of Christ. And she was so tiny. She, go- I think she had like a little, like a teddy bear or something. You know, just a little baby. And Jesus had showed up to to get his kingdom back. Like he physically showed up to everyone's surprise. Oh, you actually did come back. You know, this is what the apostles were working on. And he looks at the young bride and he said, asked her a question. Did you learn how to love? And she's holding onto her little teddy bear and sheepishly looking at the ground and away from him and said, Well, you know, she has having trouble answering him. He said did you learn how to love and that was what his main question was when people go to heaven same thing When he came back he wanted to ask her did you learn how to love and she had to kind of sheepishly tell him actually I mainly prayed witchcraft prayers against your apostles and I you know so It was a confession that even though she wanted to love Jesus and loved him a little bit she mainly uh, was praying harmful prayers against the Apostles And did not actually love jesus the way she was supposed to learn how so when jesus comes back it's not like oh give me another 15 years give me another two years give me another 10 years when he comes back how did you treat us the people that god sent to you how did you treat your brothers and sisters did you even believe in the people he sent or no or did you kind of believe did you still love amazon more than jesus by the time he gets back what if he gets rid of your Amazon and has a different delivery system? <laughs> I'm just saying, like, you know, it's not even about the external things. It's do you love him? Do you care for him and his feelings more than how your family feels about what you say about righteousness?
0: God wants to add greater conveniences and blessings to you than Amazon Prime. That's, <laughs> that's just the beginning. Heaven's even better than that. Okay. Okay. The convenience factor and having things delivered to your home. and, and Can we
1: just say real quick, heaven is, that we have to say this right now, that heaven is better than Amazon Prime delivery. Amen. Hey, <laughs> listen, Amazon Prime is better cut. than how
0: kings lived 100 300 years ago. So mm-hmm. we've come a long way. But listen, God's not about removing the inconvenien- in- inconveniences. As we discussed earlier, he wants to add these things, close these things, take care of you. He loves providing for you. He's a good father. The issue is... We need to purify our hearts. Anything that gets in the way of the consecration of the soul is an enemy, even if it's a blessing, even if it's an upgrade to civilization. You know, like for a long time, they didn't have electricity for 99% of world history. God loves electricity. Heaven runs on awesome electricity, advanced electricity, even beyond where the earth is at now. The upgrades are infinite in the Father, and they're always for a blessing. They're always for joy. The issue is, he desires to add the stuff unto you. He desires to improve your yeah. lives, but you must embrace the consecration. Otherwise, it's added under the foreskin, and people don't understand idolatry.
1: That.
0: It's added under the flesh, and then when if it when it's added under the flesh, Edom which is Esau, the kingdom of hell, and Samael, and all the principalities of Satan, they get the upgrade and they get the blessing, which is kind of the current situation in the world right now. So in order for God's people to get the upgrades, to get the blessings... We have to fully embrace God on the inside and allow Him to have residency in the whole temple. Then all things on the outside can be added unto you legally, and the angels want Amen. to bless you. It's Amen. healthy to
1: laugh, laugh at yourself too, if that's you. It helps with the circumcisions. I mean, all the stuff that gets cut cut out of us is hilarious. It's just it's hilarious how stupid the foreskin. And the flesh mind, the carnal mind is, it's a joke. It's just, it's literally a joke. So i actually seen some of my favorite comments that we've had on here uh, today on the live. I wish my family would try to have a meeting with me about God. I know that's uh, Rob, the real man. I know sometimes the demons, they know that you'll come, you'll just tell them how it is. So they don't bring them around. They don't bring them around to you because you'll tell them how it is. And this one too. Heaven is better than Amazon Prime delivery. That's so, if you guys want to oh. just flood the comments with that comment, please flood the right, comments heaven is better than amazon prime delivery somebody Hey, preach. that's
0: saying something now amen that's a compliment that's a
1: compliment <laughs> hey,
0: jesus is the humble comment. he receives that as praise. somebody's gonna
1: get delivered today heaven is better than amazon prime delivery just put it in the comments yeah. amen Ooh. i feel like i'm getting saved all over again just saying that
0: yeah there's a lot of joy and excitement god is going to upgrade you here's the thing people that need to embrace cosmic circumcision. God created, this is what he says, God created hell the second day for where the things that will be removed from humanity the sixth day would eventually go. So we always think, oh, hell, you know, blah, blah, for the angels. No, listen, God knew before he created this whole thing what was going to happen. And he had a provision, a place for the foreskin and the membrane before he even created man.
1: You know, if you're someone who also you feel like, you know, maybe that's me. Maybe I do need to repent. Maybe I do love Amazon time. The issue
0: is we just don't (laughs) want the whole person to go in there. That's not the plan. Just the foreskin. But if you don't allow the foreskin to be cut off by the word of God, by the circumcision of your heart, Romans chapter two, the whole person goes into hell for eternity. Right. We just want the foreskin to go into hell for eternity. Amen. And the person is left shining in the gospel of glory.
1: Amen. So when you feel like that doom and condemnation has come upon you, but it's really just a a circumcision. If you just let it go out of your personality out of your like if you're clinging to it, you could just let go of it and let it go. Let it go into the lake of fire. Don't go with it.
0: The key is to disconnect your feelings and emotions because that's not even you. The offense is towards the demon that's attached to the foreskin. If you can let that offense just be obliterated, you'll find there'll be more angelic glory, more angels every single time. You can receive this daily. This is in your daily care package. Your daily bread is daily deliverance. It's daily. You can have daily circumcisions. He is always working on you. Amen. And even in eternity of eternities, you'll still be growing. We've been watching a lot of Bob Jones last night and today. And one thing that he said that was really great is you'll be growing for eternity. Another thing he said is Jesus is my sunglasses. Oh, yeah.
1: That's why I had to play that again. Angels
0: love the sunglasses.
1: So just like so Bob Jones, he went to third heaven. So Bob Jones couldn't even hardly stand the light in the third heaven. It was (laughs) uncomfortable. He couldn't even look at it. He had to stand behind Jesus and Jesus. Was like a pair of sunglasses for him and i felt the lord saying we wear sunglasses a lot here and it's a prophetic message that just like jesus was the sunglasses to bob that as the apostles rising in the heavens we're like the sunglasses to the heavens for you guys that through this message and through our lives and the message of jesus christ coming through us that you can see a greater light so we're kind of like a pair of sunglasses for you. And I think we have sunglasses stickers on yep. the broadcasting computer right now.
0: Yep. We got new so, sunglasses. There
1: are confirmation.
0: Upgrades, greater light, greater glory. And with the greater light and the greater glory is the greater blessing and the greater harvest. And when people begin to feel and see the glory, and it's coming in a way that's different than church age Christianity if you had already understood it you'd have already had it and all the enemies of the world would be obliterated in the earth but as you look around us we still got a ton of them they're all up in politics and economics and militaries and they're trying to rule the world and they have the wicked and the rich and the billionaire <laughs> and the Bilderberg and the Illuminati and and the Freemason and the warlock and you got all this, the Scottish right out there is still doing their 33 degree rituals guys. right
1: and then we got like millennial Christianity Gen Z Christianity where like the Lord's Prayer was or you know, the, the
0: sorcerers are still throwing in celebrations, so you, you know that we haven't really arrived to a place of right. cleanse in the world yet if the warlock is that. still having big celebrations
1: right if they're still happy they need to be sad and weeping and crying and gnashing their teeth by the end of this and repenting Uh, But, you know, you see the the prayers is like, and I will love the Lord with all my heart and all my soul. And then we got like millennial Christianity, Gen Z Christianity is like, I will try to love the Lord more than Amazon Prime Delivery. I will try to love the Lord more than coffee. I've got him equal to Jesus on the sign in my house.
0: (laughs) I hear the Lord (laughs) saying restore the ancient path right now. And that's a verse from the Bible that says they will walk in the ancient path and restore the ancient path, which is the restoration of all things. What is the ancient path? It's the discovery of the original design for men and women in Gan Eden. The Garden of Eden, which is Christ and his kingdom, the whole sephirot, the sapphire stone structure, which is the body of Christ. It's a cosmic body. As is written, they'll have the cosmic garments in Paul's gospel. This is the discovery that we are having in these times. The discovery of the ancient path. It's not on the outside, although it is, until it's realized on the inside. And the inside connects to the outside. There is a going up. That's how the
1: matrix works. Let me show you guys how the matrix works. There's a refresher. If you've been following us for a long time, you probably already know this, but maybe you forgot or maybe you haven't heard this yet. So how does this world we're in work? Well, as you know, whatever's on the inside of you, that's kind of the world that you live in, right? If you noticed when you get something circumcised out of you or deliverance, like it comes out of you, your world looks brighter.
0: The outside shifts immediately. It
1: does. So this is how the design of creation works. So God made man it's adam so how does his world work you know you have the primordial light you have the sun and the moon and the stars and all that and but then what was adam like the cosmic divine design and it's even it's even though it's a shadow of what was what was you know a shell of what was you're being restored with the kernel which is the divine seed that's malkut right jesus poured out his spirit he gives you salvation the kingdom malkut was within you that's your kernel for that software and that hardware upgrade Second of salvation, Adam, new salvation new creation and the repairing of the worlds so basically how creation works the light of the creator is the generator for a continued sustain, sustained life because without christ like you probably already know with your christian doctrine that if christ wasn't filling and upholding all things everybody and everything would just die it literally couldn't exist because he is the vitality of worlds. His
0: word maintains the worlds. It is written.
1: So you have the structure, lattice structure within you. That's the divine design of everything, right? Especially mankind. You're made. You're made in his image, and even that image is kind of messed up because of demonization, right? You've been demonized, or the, the curse of, the, of the fall is there. So basically, you have that. Uh, the that matrices, and in between the soul, there's pockets to hold things. It's supposed to be blessings, right? So in between the layers of your soul, there's supposed to be blessings there for you. It's supposed to be to enrich your world that you live in, you know, with the glory. But what happens is that's where demonic deposits are. Sins, uh, sicknesses, diseases, demons, um, things that you've seen that are like, you know, damaging to your eyes, your inner eyes, and your outer eyes. The eyes are the window to your soul. So that's why, you know, guard the brick, guard your eyes, one of those negative images whether it's violence and revenge um this is how you go between like how do you know if it's going to be a good action movie or good action you know anime versus like just violence and filth that will harm your eyes uh you know if it's something that's about revenge vengeance darkness murder slaughter a lot of like gore uh that's actually going to damage your eyesight so if you're trying to be like a real like hardcore seer and you want your seer vision back or you want it improved don't look at violent stuff right don't look at really violence uh sexuality you know all that nudity you want to have a clean vision because that goes into the window of your soul and all your layers of soul it's going to deposit that on the inside of you and then what's going to happen it's going to project into your world so this is how the design works mm-hmm. the light of the creator within us because he upholds all things if there wasn't even grace from him nobody sinners or uh, saints could even breathe and live or move around. He, he literally upholds everything. Without, If his all of his grace would withdraw, everybody would just die. It just couldn't exist. That's how much we rely on Jesus even to draw one breath. Without him, apart from him, I can do nothing. Like nothing, not even exist. So that lattice, if there are darknesses, right? Shadows. The light hits the shadow. The shadow projects, think about like a film project, think about a projector. Like if I held up a flashlight and I put a shadow, like we play puppet shadows, you'll see the shadow on the wall. The matrix that we live in, that's this world made up of all mankind. What's on the inside of you, whether it's light or false light, either way, the light of creator has to be working for anyone to even exist. They just have have to accept and receive him for salvation. So when there's darkness and sin uncircumcision blocks the light so when the light comes it hits the shadow and now you're living with these shadows in your world so when you get the internal circumcision what you walk in on the outside is immediately changed you'll notice sometimes when you go glory to glory your eyes are brighter colors look more vivid it starts looking like you're looking through a camera With a cool lens on it, like HD 4K. I'm seeing a 4K right now. Like, what are you talking about? Seeing a 4K right now. uh,
0: We we say that often when we go up the sapphire stones is the vision upgrades and the color upgrades. It's like new lenses. We're seeing in 4K, 8K, 16K today.
1: Amen. And I want to. I want to part this. I feel fire come out of my forehead saying this too. That um, even both of my physical parents had extremely bad vision. They wore eye glo- like eye prescriptions for forever. I have zero prescription at all, nothing, perfect vision, and the glory increases the perfection of the vision. The glory increases the perfection of the vision. I believe some of you on this journey, you're going to lose your prescription. As in, you're not going to need contacts. You're not going to need glasses. You're going to have su- you're going to have super vision. You're going to have holy, pure vision. Amen. So anything that came into your eyes that damaged them, maybe the enemy knew you were going to be a powerful seer, and so they got your eyes early when you're a kid. I want to really re- release healing. And forgiveness to your eyes, past, present, future, anything that was your fault or not your fault, whatever it was, I don't even care. Just be cleansed through your eye gates to see a heavenly vision so bright that will undo all the years of damage and darkness to your eyes that the enemy ever did and to be perfected and healed in your vision. And we give you, Father, the glory and the honor for the healing that your word pray be released to the people that whether it's an instant healing or a gradual healing as they go glory to glory that we'll have many many people rising with perfect vision with a vision of your countenance your glory in jesus name amen
0: amen revelation says that uh the whole book came in a vision So John had consecrated his eyes to the place where he could receive the last book of the Bible. Revelation 1-2, who testified and gave supporting evidence to the word of God, to the testimony of Jesus Christ, even to everything that he saw in his visions. Come on now. So what's the purpose of vision? Seeing with the word of God through your eye sockets.
1: Amen. And I have a quick word of instruction Uh, Because some of you, the Lord told me, some of you guys need to hear this. You need to know this. He wants you to know this so that you can have more peace about your visions. And so we want to walk in peace. We want you to be at peace. Because the peace of God crushes Satan under our feet. Amen. So this will give you peace. This was actually something I learned from Bob Jones. And he talks about second heaven's vision. Now, some of you, whether you're in the Sephiroth or you're on Malkuth, When you see visions, some of you are seeing second heaven visions And you're looking outside of the sapphire stones Now, what do we learn about that from the prophets like bob jones? Some people back in the church age, they would go into the second heavens as like a spy They go and spy it out and they come back and report back They would be hidden, you know, and i've done that before We've walked in some of those things, but here's where you run into problems When you see a second heaven's vision, you're seeing the enemy's plan. Never decree as a true vision what you've seen in second heaven's vision of the enemy. So maybe you had a dream influenced by the second heavens or you had a vision. Partially, it might be true. The other part is usually what the enemy intends and not what's actually going to happen. The reason God allows you to see that is so that you can cancel it, not so that you can decree it as a prophecy, because then you'll be damaging the glory. You'll be damaging the people of God. You'll be damaging yourself and your sanity and your well-being. So please stop doing that. I saw this and I saw some of you have actually seen people of God that the enemy saw in a vision pitted against you. They're not actually against you. You just saw a second heaven's vision to try and get you paranoid, to not be a part of the body and to mistrust. And that will destroy people unless you understand what second heaven's visions are. So if you're just getting visions and you're inclined to believe your own visions, instead of testing your own visions, you can't mature as a prophet or an apostle until you learn how to test visions
0: and test your visions. And a lot of you, even more than visions need to test what you're hearing, right? Testing hearing is 10 times more relevant to most Christians.
1: Amen. So I want you to be careful. Those of you who are the seers, those are, you know, you, if you're hearing your prophets, your, are You know, baby apostles, baby prophets, or you're just revel. You're all, if you're listening to this, you are all revelatory people. You're a revelatory people. So when you get revelation of second heavens, understand the purpose of that is to cancel that. If you're not sure, submit it to an authority higher than you. And say, you know, I think this might be just something that needs canceled because if the enemy is planning it, we don't want it to come to pass. So we cancel those visions. And we cancel the enemy plans. But just understand sapphire stone vision and internal Christ within you vision is completely different than that church age gifts of a seer vision, which is usually going to be influenced by the second heavens.
0: Where everybody's at right now is they, they learn, have to, they have to learn right now how to fellowship with Jesus in the light within their heart. So that fellowship, that's your daily bread. It's, it's meal time with Jesus. And it's not so much uh, for the brain as it is for the heart. Because the brain is the slave, and the heart is the leader. And the leader of the heart must be the Word of God. And until the brain follows Christ inside the heart, it's going to be lost. There will be sin in your life. There will be strongholds. There will be all kinds of terrible stuff because you're out of divine order. So the first step is repentance of the brain. Because what sin is, is being brain-led. And you deal with that continuously in yourself and in others. That's all sin. Sin is brain-led. Righteousness, holiness, wisdom is being spirit-led. Those that are led by the Spirit of God are the children of God. It is written. Therefore, we need to have fellowship in the light, which is bring all that brain-led rebellion down into a baptism every morning of the Shekinah glory that comes from God's daily word. And our job is to prepare the feast of the word of God. And so when you go and study the word, it jumps off the pages and your spirit man gets fed. We are to release the apostolic grace, the apostolic and the prophetic grace and anointing so that your time with the word is lit. So it's not just this boring dead thing. It's like, I'm going in there to get to upgrade my theater. I'm going in there to upgrade my sound system (laughs) you know, my phone, my communications with heaven and the angels, and you get the temple upgrades. It's far better than any of the external upgrades. It's better than upgrading your car or your house or your kitchen or your electronics because you're getting upgraded on the inside in the eternal realm of glory. And the upgrade is through Scripture with the anointing of the Holy Spirit. Amen.
1: Amen. And uh, one more thing here on Hebrews 5.14 I remember this is uh, something else that Bob Jones had talked about and this is relevant to this ministry and the time that we're in. He so says that Hebrews 5.14 is what we're going to be experiencing like never before and that Hebrews 6, one is about learning righteousness, which is something that we've already taught on here. Um, but Hebrews 5.14, but solid food is for the mature whose spiritual senses perceive heavenly matters, right? And part of perceiving that heavenly matter is perceiving what heavens and what spirit you're actually hearing from. Not just the fact that you have signs, miracles, wonders are that you can hear or see, but you perceive who it's from and you can test it. And they have been adequately trained by what they've experienced to emerge with understanding of the difference between what is truly excellent and what is evil and harmful. And that's the ability to know what false light is actually darkness, the appearance of good that's actually evil and harmful. Uh, Being able to, and then Hebrews six one, this is what he said was the training of righteousness that we would learn, and that's what's needed in order to establish the connection, you know, and to establish a greater uh, love in the body of Christ. So Hebrews six one, now is the time for us to progress beyond the basic message of Christ and advance into perfection. The foundation has already been laid for us to build upon, turning away from our dead works to embrace faith. So first, you go through Hebrews five fourteen, which is what we're teaching about for you to come up you know malkut get to the top of the mountain and then go cosmic and then hebrews you know 6 1 he said that's about righteousness if you read the rest of the passage in hebrews 6 it talks about righteousness so we were able to infer that and learn that and that's what the advanced training is we've been teaching this whole time in the master class for the last year how to
0: go up the ladder successfully
1: uh but that progressing to perfection and what bob had said about that was that Get ready to love like you've never loved before. And I want you to understand that any move of God where people have tried to walk in a greater love or they've tapped in a little bit to that greater divine love for one another, it's always going to be corrupted and it's always going to be counterfeited by the enemy because there's not been circumcisions. That's why Bob Jones, he said, you got to do the righteousness, the godliness first. That Hebrews one, which is the sephirah through circumcisions once you're completely circumcised and god brings you into that perfection of righteousness and then we can start moving on to greater and greater holiness that's the only way to establish the divine love it's it's a greater love that the body has never known it's always wanted but anytime people go after love but you don't have perfect righteousness that's why i say don't even bother don't even worry like what do you mean, don't bother about loving? No, I mean, go for, first, yes. seek kingdom, yeah. mal- first, seek the kingdom. First seek the Malkut. Then his righteousness. And then all these things will be added unto you. Crucify the
0: human being. Everything human is false love. Simple as that. Yep. And But Christ is God. Yep. And Christ is being formed inside you to actually be that divine love that is pure wisdom. It's pure glory. That glory is love. I remember Bob explaining a lot that the love that he felt in heaven was the glory. And that glory comes from the consecration of the inner man. So we want everyone to walk in tremendous love, but it cannot be human love or mixed with the human being. That is what's being obliterated. That's the priority so that you Mm -hmm. can live and walk in the glory and emanate Mm -hmm. father's love.
1: So remember, what did the Holy spirit tell us first be faithful with the Sephora. That's your line connection to the power. So first, Forsake all else. Go after righteousness. And you'll increase automatically in your ability to discern and understand what false love is, false light, and true light. Grow in maturity. Grow your gifts. Walk in your purpose, your destiny, your calling. Because if you don't know your purpose, you're just going to be a maniac running around with gifts everywhere. And it's going to be crazy.
0: That's it. Your purpose in life, all of you, is to walk with Jesus. That's your purpose. That's your mission in this life is to walk closer with him every day. Amen.
1: Amen. And if you're somebody who needs to repent of loving Amazon Prime delivery more than Jesus, I think, are we still look fundraising? Are we still raising money? Yeah. Wouldn't it be? I thought it would be nice. Give an act to of give... charity
0: for running water for Pastor Shadrach in Arlen, right. Africa. We need to raise another thousand dollars. I think it's the best yeah, pr- that's cr- a good Christmas repentance. present yeah. of all time for us well-to-do Americans. And if you're American, you're top 5% wealthy in the planet right Right. now to give an offering to charity for pastor Shadrach to have running water. He told me just recently, I didn't know this stuff. It it was Mm -hmm. shocking to me that they have to walk uh, down the block to get water every single day. I thought they had running water, you know, they're in the city, but it's we looked up the statistics in Nairobi, Kenya. Yeah, that's
1: why I messaged. Chad. And only
0: like twenty yeah. percent of the city has running water. The Holy plumbing. Spirit wants to. And like get ten percent, only ten percent has a sewer system connected to their bathrooms and toilets. It's like outhouses. I mean, it's
1: so. Let's just get a quick reality <laughs> check. A lot of Americans. Love Amazon Prime delivery more than Jesus. Meanwhile, there's a man over in Africa who has sacrificed everything to walk in, and to start walking in righteousness. Doesn't even have running water. So it really helps just be Americans a put tech. things
0: yeah. into perspective that you, um, how well we have it and how blessed we are. So let let's go and um, let's bless Shadrach with running water for Christmas. Amen. So give a generous offering. All the links are in the description. So into that great cause and also become a tither and a consistent supporter of this ministry as we expand into florida and are looking to purchase two facilities one for the priest's living quarters and another for broadcasting with seating for a viewer audience and this will change the world This is what God is doing. Support this cause. Support this with all of your income, with all of your house, and you'll be blessed. Let the holy angels be released upon those that will actually obey with finances and consecrate the silver and the gold and the wealth in their lives and the ability to make wealth for the Lord of glory and His plans in this generation, that righteousness will be broadcast over all the nations through RLM TV in a major way we bless you guys in the name of jesus christ and we'll see you tomorrow amen ladies and gentlemen gather around for today we embark on a journey of purpose and passion a journey that transcends generations and connects us all through the power of shared dreams we stand at the crossroads of opportunity and destiny with the chance to weave a story that will resonate for years to come in the heart of florida where the sun kisses the earth with its golden warmth, there lies a vision waiting to be realized. The dream of RLM TV, a beacon of inspiration, a lighthouse of creativity, yearning for a broadcasting facility to call home. Today, I am before you not merely as a speaker, but as a messenger of possibility, as we collectively turn the pages of destiny and script a tale of support and unity. Imagine a place where ideas dance on the airwaves, where voices echo with authenticity and stories unfold like petals in a poetic bloom. TV envisions such a space, a broadcasting facility that breathes life into narratives, amplifies unheard voices, and unites communities through the eternal thread of righteousness. Now more than ever, we find ourselves in a moment where the power of media can shape perceptions Challenge norms and spark change. As Joel's army, we carry the torch of experience, the wisdom etched in the lines of our journey. It is our time to contribute to a legacy that goes beyond us, to invest in a space that will be the canvas for the artists of tomorrow. Let us come together not just as donors, but as architects of a shared dream. Each contribution, whether large or small, is a brick in the foundation of a facility that will stand as a testament to our collective commitment to Jesus Christ's holiness, scholarship, and humility. In the tapestry of life, we have the opportunity to weave a vibrant and rich thread, creating a masterpiece that generations to come will marvel at. Today, I urge you to be a part of this masterpiece. Let us pool our resources not just for a broadcasting facility in Florida, but for a legacy that transcends the boundaries of time. As we open our hearts and pockets, let us remember that our investment is not just in bricks and mortar, but in the power of divine connection, in the ability of the eternal gospel to bridge gaps and build bridges that we may become the stairway from heaven to earth. Together we can make RLM TV's dream a reality. And in doing so, we contribute to a cultural landscape that reflects the redemptive strength of our entire generation. Thank you for being the custodians of dreams, the stewards of change, and the architects of a future where TV's broadcasting facility stands tall. A testament to the power of unity, creativity, and the unwavering spirit of righteousness in our generation. Amen.